Hello! Welcome. I'm coughing and choking. And, and this is a podcast about not coughing and choking, but all the other things. I'm Junkie. Hello, I'm Hank. Hi. Welcome to... Don't die. Screaming inside your heart, except we're coughing. <laughs> Don't. Please <laughs> cough inside your heart. Please. I'm trying to please... I'm, I'm really trying to cough inside my heart right now. Please Not put sure. your mask on, sir. <laughs> I can't. I have a, I have a doctor's uh-huh. note and um, the Constitution. Did you see that animation of like... No. Oh, God, it's so good. This woman is just, like, at the store door, and she's like, why can't I be in? And he's like, you don't have a mask. And she's like, "Um, but the Equality Act of 1960 lets me come into your store, or else that's discrimination. (laughs) Because she's like, just just so sick of her shit. And just like, no, you need to put on a mask. Then she just calls 911, and it's, yeah. It's good stuff, man. Wonderful. But hello, welcome to 2021. Do you do you feel the difference, the cosmic shifts, happening, Hank? No. Oh, okay. Me neither. I got just. I got nothing. No. All right. Same. I I do like the number 21 better than the number 20. So you know what? I'll take that. And like, and usually when. A new year starts i'm very bad about writing down the correct year like takes me a little bit nah this year it's like nope (laughs) i got that (laughs) shit locked and loaded ready Mm. to be used and to never use 2020 again but before we jump into topics because we do it in like the complete reverse style because personally i'm just like i want to hear the questions immediately (laughs) (laughs) do we have questions and or topics from the the, i even know what would we call our listeners besides listeners ace no (laughs) (laughs) we have a we have an active listener base of at least two people so that would be unfair to mr fletcher but um, I'm, yeah, I don't know, man. I can't, th- <laughs> can't think of any sort of fan listener name that involves our name because the screamers. I don't. <laughs> but I feel like that has bad connotation to it. So, yeah. But j- just read off Ace's question. <laughs> Stop me. To whom does the podcasting? Yeah, this is from Antonio. Hi, There's Antonio. only one question on this email, but it is a very important one. Oh, so boy. answer carefully. Hamburger or yakisoba pan? <laughs> Thank you for your time. God damn it. <laughs> um, it, Mr. Completed 13 Sentinels more recently. I, I think I will let you answer first. I mean, yakisobapan is just actual food, whereas hamburger is a mispronunciation, so I gotta go with the mispronunciation, personally. Okay. Because it's funnier to me. <laughs> totally. I, I agree with that logic. Um, I've never eaten <laughs> yakisobapan, but I, I've definitely had my fair share of burgers, because I'm an American. 
Um, and yeah, I, I think I would choose that one. <laughs> Thank you for your question, listeners. <laughs> you can. Where can they send questions to, Hank? Uh, somewhere. <laughs> Heartscreenpodcast at gmail.com, I believe. Great. Yes, if... that's correct. Heartscreenpodcast at gmail.com. <sighs> or you could read it as Heartscreampodcast. Because, mm. We know. scream for hearts. <clears throat> but... Don't don't be intimidated by the caliber of questions we are receiving. We are open and to any and all quality of questions, because yeah, Antonio is just a whiz, so it's okay. It takes practice, but any hoozle. How was your New Year's Eve into New Year's, Mister Hank? It was fine. I actually it was a nightmare. Because I tried to order food and it, the delivery guy. I just love the me. drastic shift of it was fine, like processing, processing. Actually, it was a disaster. I, I'm remembering the trauma yes. now. The, the, the <laughs> problem with me in life is I got so like used to, like I just hate being asked how I am. Like mm-hmm. from like being a child, I just instinctively trained i just say i'm fine yeah before i have a chance to think about how i am totally so then that's like an american so thing beef. i've learned too like i yeah. talked to when i did uh model un in high school and we had like different people from different countries come in and blah 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 for a conference mm-hmm. and like i believe it was someone from germany where he said like that was like one of the weirdest culture shift things was like when someone asked how he was and like the expectation wasn't to go into heavy detail. He's like, that's just like weird to me. Like if anyone ever asks you how you are, like if you were to say, oh, I'm fine. How, you know, they'd be like, like the fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> like, do you not like me as a person? <laughs> like why? Like, th- like they're normal, at least according to this guy was just like, nah, you like talk about some real shit. Like you go like, yeah, no, this, this, that, and that, which I was like, huh, interesting. Like just little culture differences, but I yeah I agree. I think it's something that we're all trained and learned to do. Totally. But back yeah, to- it's not great, but it just is. You know, it's this. This is the way. Totally. <laughs> no. This is the way it is. Yeah. I hate it, but we have to be the change we want to see in the world. One podcast episode no, at a time. Cause... Well, because the change I want to see is people wouldn't ask me how I was doing all the time when they saw me. Uh, so then I wouldn't have to give non-answers. Mm-hmm. Or certain people, you're like, no, I don't want to tell you how I am. You don't deserve that information. I don't need to open up to it's you. Not, it's not even Mom, It's not that. It's no, that... <laughs> I would have to to figure out how I'm doing. I have to like think about it and like, you know, you're see- passing someone in the hallway. That's not my brain does not have the ability to run that fast. Totally I can't boot up those cycles mm-hmm. of like self. Insp- it's like asking me to defrag when I'm trying to fucking go do something. Totally, it's just the wrong time. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you're like, 
let me process how I feel. So when someone asks me, I'm ready to answer. It's like, nah, man, I'm just going through the motions. Yeah, man. But back to your power is being used elsewhere. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't have time to do emotional labor in the form of processing my emotions right now. But back to the more important, urgent matter of your food. Yeah, I mean, I ordered pizza and the delivery guy ghosted on me. Like he just never contacted me. I didn't. It wasn't until the app updated and said your food had been delivered that I was like, oh, oh shit! Like it didn't get canceled or anything. No, and then I looked for my pizza and it wasn't there, so I had to talk to the app people and be like, hey. Yeah, it's it. I mean, it was it. It's not a big deal, except that it takes so long for that to process. And also, like, I ordered it right before they were closing, so I couldn't then order another pizza. Totally. Because the place was closed. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, I'm like... So that was a bummer. I, I've begun I ordering... like, $5 from not getting a pizza. Hooray! Yeah! <laughs> Entering 21, 21... Not twenty twenty one, very very strong. They credited an extra like five twenty two to my account. They decided that was the perfect amount for this inconvenience. Hell yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. I love it. Um, and then I ordered pizza today, and it basically happened again. <gasps> except the pizza was there, but it was cold. Oh, do you think it's just this place, or do you think it's the delivery person? It's the delivery per. It has to be the delivery person because I ordered food in between that and that person, like you know, texted me like I have special instructions for them to do, and my food was there. Nice, but it's like your rest- the restaurant's been consistent before then. Yeah. Oh okay. Well, fuck it's... you, delivery driver. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I. I just ended up having to put more of that pizza into the oven before eating it than I expected. And that huge. extra five dollars you had to just <laughs> put in your wallet. More money than you thought you would have. Yeah. I, well and I put in the complaint for being cold, I think they gave me like four dollars or something. Nice. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. Usually I just not want my food to be good. Right? No, I totally get that. And it's like, I order it with the mindset of, I'm going to be hungry by this point. And then if it doesn't show up, I'm like, oh my God, oh, I'm yeah. going to die. Last night, last night, I was losing my mind because that's coming home from work. Yep. And then <laughs> I'm just, I had to make myself food while I waited for the other food. Yep. Because also like the only place open at that point, it would took like an hour to for the food to come. Mm-hmm. Because it's farther away, and you know, it's the not... struggle, man. Yeah, I get that. I also I had a headache, so that was extra. <laughs> You're like, please give me food. My body's decaying. I'm dying. Literally, help, help please. Help, I'm dying. I yep. I've I learned took an aspirin, you to know. like order food in advance, like. I don't know when I started this, but it was, like, one morning where it's, like, one of the restaurants I usually, like, order my lunch from always, like, was closed. And I was, mm-hmm. like, 
system failure like what do i do now like i have my (laughs) dinner food that at home i make that like what like i'm a very big creature of routine so i'm just like this Mm -hmm. this is not mm -mm. i do not like this change in circumstances so now i like i'm on like a ahead of time thing where it's like i have the meals for tomorrow ready in case something doesn't like in case shit falls through and i'll still uh-huh. be gucci because yeah man if i don't eat my food i'm like like sleep super affects me lack of sleep is like over the years has like in college like i can go without sleep be functioning now it's like holy shit if i don't get sleep i am like non-functioning and then with food it's like nah i I need food i do i'm a not growing boy but (laughs) big boy turns out you need food to live it's weird yeah like i i need that because all that eating does is it makes you need to eat again at some other time because you continue to be alive Mm -hmm. but apparently that's like a thing you need to do yeah fucked up i didn't Where's my free food? I didn't sign up for this. These requirements. <laughs> but, um, Why can't I just plug a solar panel into my Actually, like, real talk. If, like, the day ever comes where, like, oh, you don't have to eat anymore, just take this pill and it gives you all your stuff, I would totally sign up for that. Like, I like food, but, like, just having the peace of mind of, like, nah, I'm good for the day. I'm, like, nah, don't have to worry about it. I, I would do that. I would sometimes then dabble into like food again because food's nice and shit, but mm-hmm. just, yeah. Having that no pressure so, is like, yep, had my pill. I'm good for the day. Thank you. So Roger Ebert, uh, late in his life, had the uh, movie critic, Roger Ebert, mm-hmm. and he had um, cancer and it, you know, like he lost his lower jaw because surgery went bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wrote he kept writing like up until his he he eventually died and he wrote two amazing articles one was about like about things he could no longer do one was about making out <laughs> and one was about eating cuz mm. he he like basically got all his food through a tube yeah at that point and like he, he there were they're incredible pieces of writing like they're just some of my favorite things of like him just wistfully thinking about eating as like a thing he used to do. Mm-hmm. He called himself like a soloist. <laughs> like he liked to eat by himself in public. Awesome. And now I feel like an asshat and I will now be enjoying every opportunity <laughs> to use my mouth to make out while <laughs> ignoring Cornova. Oh sorry. Meme. I can't <laughs> Yeah, long story short. Uh, memes memes have rewritten your brain. Okay, meme got memes it. Memes have written my... Yeah, Corona, not Cornova, but yeah. Long, long story short, I think I said in a previous episode, Wendy Williams calls it that. I call it that. The gays call it that. Sorry. Um, but eating, yes, I will definitely cherish and be... I, I try to be more mindful of like those certain things because it's like just being able to have a gratitude and appreciation for like day-to-day shit like helps kind of i think especially in quarantine like um like not make it feel as like one blur 
you know like it kind of adds more like stop and go to your day or like when you reflect on things or kind of i don't know that makes it less monotonous at least for me so that's something i try to like do like really enjoy food and day-to-day things and be more mindful of it because it's like easy to just kind of like turn off brain and do shit and honestly i'm not like fucking buddha like i can't be mindful of everything i do and appreciate everything but like you know like every step you take you know be appreciative you have a leg and a foot you know like no but like when i'm eating it's like okay maybe instead of like rushing it down to like go play video game or watch a video or something it's like no take like that maybe the extra couple minutes to like hey this is some good ass food so thank you roger ebert that's a nice little reminder to uh appreciate the small things in life literally and figuratively as i pet my tiny dog (laughs) (laughs) oh important news fucking hank showed me his cat on the discord or his parents parents, cat my parents cat but holy shit it's a cool ass cat and i wanted (laughs) i want sidetrack what kind of breed is your cat where did you get it Uh, tell us the cat details i don't remember because you know i don't i don't i don't know what kind of breed it is okay i know it's like uh my dad had to fill out like paperwork and stuff when he to get it uh-huh. adopted it and i think she had been mistreated by her previous uh owners Aww. and how old when is she got her. about she's like seven now i think oh, okay in case you don't know or if, for whatever reason we have a listener that isn't in paul's discord go to paul's discord at yeah i, I don't know the link barrel talk link something i don't know if you actually <laughs> if some yeah. random person somehow stumbled across this episode it's like who the fuck are these people <laughs> friend Man. discord if you want to see the cat there you go bam it is a very pretty cat and her name is taxi which i think yes. is an incredible name because i love animals that are like named after like things like either like food or like objects i always find those Mm -hmm. names very amusing so the fact that her name is taxi is like i I they definitely took like over a year before they decided on a name for her (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i could wait that long but like mostly still just call her the cat because that's just how we've always referred to our cats mostly (laughs) the cat cat over there yeah no i've actually mm-hmm. know probably more people than like i think an average amount that it just call their cats cat <laughs> i'm just mm-hmm. like I, I i can think of five people off the top of my head that i've done that so maybe it's a much more common look, thing than i think but look i wanted to name it Catherine, so then you just call it cat mm-hmm. oh that's, <laughs> that's my pro it's my pro strat mm-hmm. but um I, they, like, I'm not living with that cat, so I don't have power <laughs> over at that point. Totally. Did how, did they say how they decided on taxi? No, I don't. Awesome. I don't know. I like the mystery of it then better. Just no a year later, they just <laughs> Mister. My and Mrs. first cat. I had, 
yeah. I ever had was called Merle, which apparently is the name I picked for it. I don't fucking remember doing that. Merle. Merle. <laughs> That's I, what I named her. It, I guess cats kind of make like a sound. I don't... Maybe that's the connection. Hmm. And then our next cat was named, or not, then a later cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one in between there. Uh, we called Pearl because it rhymes with Merle. Ah, that's cute. I like rhyming dog and or cat similar pet names. That's cute. Yeah. I like that a lot. Or like names that uh, combine is something that I really fucking love. If it's like a name that like can stand by itself, then you get the second cat or dog and then they have mm. a name that stands on by itself but then you combine them and it's like holy shit man amazing yeah but my dog's name is bear so i don't know if i can yeah. ever have something that could like <laughs> combine with to create some sort of word but i'm not interested in getting another pet like i actually understand now like i've always growing up had like two to three dogs and obviously love them all and Mm -hmm. wonderful beautiful creatures and stuff but it's like once it's like fully your own and like that's it at least for me like my heart is so full it's kind of like not like even if i could get like another dog similar to him and for free or whatever i'd still be like nah like i'm good i'm content i get it now like that uh (laughs) that kind of peace with like you know people if they have like one kid or something they're like nah we're good it's like yeah i get that now because i Mm. used to be like but your heart can keep growing and like yeah it can and maybe in time but i'm just like yo this is a good setup right now i'm good (laughs) so yeah i don't know animals are cool man my experience was with having two cats wasn't great because no one of the cats just liked all he wanted to do was fight cats it was all he was interested in so that didn't go well also he chose us he broke into our house and decided he lived here now that's awesome i like it <laughs> yeah just take care of me now thanks and also i'm going to beat up the cat you already own <laughs> a cat that actually gets rid of the mice it was like a really good mouser no oh. i have to I don't give a shit about any of that. I just want to fight cats. <laughs> just sitting on the porch, sitting there, and then the cat walks by and he fucking hauls ass. To go just, fight it. Just smacks the shit out of him. Yeah. Just on he all, sight. He was, we called him Winter because he was all white and mm-hmm. he had one blue eye and one green eye. Ooh, that's sick. I love cats with different colored eyes. He was a jerk, <laughs> <laughs> but he was an asshole. Those eyes are deceiving. Was he outdoors or indoors? Like, was he, like, became part of the house? Outdoors. Oh, okay. So he still stayed. I don't know, man. Maybe that's just his lived life experience, having to fight other cats. Can't, you know, take the cat out of the fight club, but can't take the fight club out of the cat. Also, the way we got our first cat was when I was, like, a tiny baby, I brought in a cat by its tail. That's awesome. And then that was our cat now. I don't (laughs) remember doing that either, but this is apparently what I did. (laughs) Just found some random, like, was it a kitten? Or? I think so. Yeah. Again, I don't remember. 
Totally. So. But I just love the image of, like, well, a little Hank. Just... I mean, I was, like, I'm surprised the cat was okay with me picking it up by its tail. That is not a thing cats are generally no. okay with. No. That's why I'm like, you must have been, uh, like, little or something. Like, did they detected, yeah, like, you were. Toddler. A little baby Hank, and it's like, all right, I guess I I'll know. put up with being, you know, roughhoused by the human baby. Man. That's sick. Oh, love animals, man. They're good shit. Try to think. I have two topics kind of circling in my mind that I want to discuss with you. But before that, did you have something that you wanted to discuss? No. Okay. Then I will take the lead then. Something sure. that I thought about with... I was talking to a couple of other friends because, like, with being gay, like, there's different people know at different times, different coming out experiences, different, you know, all that other shit. And for me personally, when, like, we were thinking about, like, when did, like, kind of kids of your age, like, become aware of, like, dating as a thing and like not gross anymore and i was like thinking like back it was like must have been like sixth grade for me that like like people like you know obviously it's looking back now it's like ridiculous like it's not really dating but like Mm -hmm. if you liked each other it was like oh my god they're official and if like they hugged it was like holy shit man insanity um so I was like, but like, even back then, I guess like, it's unique to me. It was like, I only quote unquote dated girls and like had like zero interest in guys. And like, I found that like odd because it's like not so- obviously, you know, born gay. But um, mm-hmm. like when I reflected back on it, like the thing that like struck out to me the most was that like it didn't seem like a possibility if that makes sense like i knew of gay people but it was like that ain't that isn't me you know like that's not like something i could be like i can only Mm. be this and then when i would date girls and do things with girls and it felt weird and unnatural i just was like oh that's probably like how most guys (laughs) feel because it's like nervous or like you're new to it or whatever and i like thought it was so interesting now like with kids today where like they're super aware of like gender sexuality different things and it's like i find that so just crazy awesome obviously but like kind of just insane how much like certain parts of culture can progress so quickly while other certain things take so long to either be adjusted or for it to like catch on to future generations and obviously still it's not like you know we live in a post homophobia transphobia post you know sexist this mm. world but like the realm is kind of there now like where it's more commonplace like i didn't know 
trans people existed in middle school. I think I maybe knew in high school, but I didn't even understand it fully. And now it's like such a common place. So I guess I was wondering like what your like kind of lived experience was with like, I guess like I would say sexuality, but more like kind of those relationship dynamics, like when you first kind of became aware of it how did it, like it affect you in like certain ways or like certain things you did because for me it was like girls only until like college and then it was kind of like yeah like i thought i was bi for maybe like a month and then i was like <laughs> nah dude like you're like i don't know if it's tmi but it's like if you're only getting off to gay porn, you're not straight. Like it kind of got to that point where it was like, yeah, I think you might be in denial. Like I would do things with girls. Like it, there was a TikTok meme. I'm not sure if you saw it where it's like, no, like I did something and then th I got this as a treat or something. And there was one where it was like, me doing something physically with a girl. So I don't have to feel bad about jerking off to gay porn later. And it's like, as a treat or a reward, and I was like, yeah, that 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 was it. But like, at the time, I was so convinced that it's like, nah, that's normal. Like, I, you can't be gay. And it's like that also to me was like a huge like when they say like don't out people in the closet. It's like, holy shit, man, don't. Like, if someone did that to me, I would not be in a good like I would have not handled that well at all. Mm -hmm. You know, but it wasn't like something that I knew and then like kept from other people. It was like once I kind of accepted it myself, then it was like, oh, okay, like I'll tell kind of whoever I want. But yeah, I was wondering. Sure. I, I unloaded a lot of different topics, but I think the general kind of umbrella <laughs> is just general sexuality slash relationships and kind of your lived experience with that and observations maybe you noticed growing up as well uh i didn't notice i'm like i was a pretty anti-social kid mm. <laughs> like i'm like pretty pretty shy pretty not tuned into any of that stuff honestly mm -hmm. um like i remember like, kids coming out as gay was a thing that had started happening in high school. Mm -hmm. um, like, one of my friends I played Magic with came out as gay, like, senior year, I think. Okay. I was like, whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, it was a thing that happened, but and it wasn't a thing. It was like, yes, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I was not – that's just not where – what my life was like i don't know <laughs> i went to really small schools too mm -hmm. so yeah that affects it a lot like, too uh did your school have like, like dances and stuff or now me me, me i never went to them okay <laughs> and like if there was like a birthday school. party what i i like like i would never danced ever mm -hmm. totally like it was like for me it was like sixth seventh eighth grade like the dance like whatever i think it was like maybe monthly or something was like just everyone went even if like 
like every social circle every sort of person because it was like at like our uh kind of like this recreational area in the downtown area and it was like all the drama happened like all the gossip or relationship stuff so like when i was dating i <laughs> this is so bad but i remember i was in a relationship with a girl and we were dating quote unquote for like a month and by a month it was like talking and hugging and mm-hmm. one of like like guy i wouldn't say like friend but like kind of knew him was like you should break up with x and i was like okay so I just like walked up to her and was like, "Yeah, we're breaking up." <laughs> just like you monster. Like it's like so fucking funny just how oblivious you are as kids to just like relationship, just like interpersonal relationships and just relationship dynamics, but like that's where like i would say like people would become official like if you're dating someone you would slow dance with them and it was like the biggest thing and like the girls would like have like drama about like who hugged who how many hugs you got at the dance and like it was it was like just really funny and silly looking back but it was like like part of me and oh and like no one in my middle school or high school really came out as gay like i know Mm. of people obviously past that but it was never like anything sort of official or like known and like i'm trying to think also like yeah that's another thing just like gay people being able to actually like experience um that like sort of like developmental relationship time is like super awesome for kids that can do it now because it's like Mm. that's something that i noticed like just dating now or like when i came out is like how emotionally stunted a lot of gay men are on average but then it's like you think back on it and Mm. it's like well straight counterparts have had kind of the experience since like sixth grade right some gay people like maybe end of high school college you know and it's like different dynamics different you know kind of um what's the word i'm looking for factors into you know dating when you're older and what that means and all those other things So I always just found that interesting and, like, how those sort of things also, like, would bleed into, like, non-relationship stuff. Just, like, kind of your overall social well-being, your ability to, like, adjust to certain things, different relationships. Like, let's say in a workplace or different stuff like that. And I was just, like, thinking back and it's kind of like a... Like, shit, man. I was kind of robbed of all that shit. Like, yes, I technically quote-unquote dated girls in middle school, but, like, high school then it was, like, whatever. You know, like, kind of just did some stupid shit, but, like, nothing really uh, meaningful. And then when I started actually dating guys, like, 
sophomore year of college, I think it was. It was like when you first started dating someone, and it's that like infatuation. But like if you don't, if you never had that kind of infatuation phase, you totally think it's like super deep love shit. And then it's like afterwards, then it's like, oh, I now have the hindsight that that just like what it was is what it was. But it's like one of those things where like you can read up or talk to people or whatever, but until you actually like experience it, it's like totally different and it like won't click the same way, which I find interesting where there's like, I feel like very few kind of human experiences that are like that. I think like because of how readily information is YouTube videos, influencers, whatever, like we're exposed to so, so, so much, but then there's just like certain kind of just human experiences that are just like, nah, like you got to experience it yourself. Like you can watch or listen or do all the things you want, but until you kind of like just put yourself out there, like go through it and, um, learn from it, learn from your, like, learn about kind of what you, like, look for, what you like, what you don't like, etc. Like, there's no way to tell. Because, like, I, there were so many times where I entered a relationship where I'm thinking, oh, this personality trait or this thing is what I'm looking for. And then it's like, you get in the relationship with someone and it's like, oh, no, that's, nope. Mm -mm. And then you kind of keep it moving. And that's, I guess, what I mean, where it's like, other people like kind of had that head start and those hindsight and like were it's so much easier to make mistakes when you're a kid and like not judged for it rather than I feel like later on in life and I feel like that kind of external pressure comes in of like the shoulds you know oh I should have done this by this point and should and, like that is like a word I learned this year to like absolutely ban and all facets of my life is should because it is just it is not helpful man <laughs> like you should probably eat and you should sleep yes the things that you actually you should shower or bathe mhm you know yeah well then all right my point's deflated but <laughs> I guess I meant more like think with like life yeah. goals and like different. If you have a job, you probably should go to work. You should, but you don't like, have. Yeah. Technically, have to. Like it'd be wise to. Like you can should. choose to do those things. Like, you know, it'd be probably. very beneficial. But like, like maybe you sh if you don't like your job, maybe you should find a different job. But yes, probably need a way to pay your bills and whatnot. Yes. But I guess I meant it more in like a. <laughs> like... I, I understand what. You no, meant. I know totally. But I'm like trying to find like a better way to phrase it. It's like I think maybe when it comes to societal expectations of like arbitrary things, like you should achieve this life thing by this point, or like um, you should feel this certain way about this certain thing, or this thing shouldn't bother you. Like I've learned, just kind of like, nah, like. It is what it is. Like, it does affect me in X way or Y thing affects me in Z way. And, like, that's okay. Like, adding, like, I think shame is, like, should, like, can give you, like, a lot of shame for feeling how you feel. And, like, I've learned to, like, really recognize that this year as, like, a thing of, like, nah, you don't need that shit. Like, 
being a human being is hard enough. It's like putting that sort of thing on yourself is like not needed. And I think like being able to take a step back and be like, when I kind of hear like that inner voice, or I think we all do of like certain things, it's like, who, who's saying that, you know, like who, who, what God in the sky has decreed upon, you know, like you should be this by this. It's like, well, no, like everyone kind of has different life paths. And I think different things are, um, trying to think of the word like different like you're ready for different things at different times and i think also at different times you're ready to experience or like fully grasp what's happening because i think um with certain life experiences like when you experience it it's like totally different compared to like if you're an adult or older or you're your 20s or you have a job you know like just certain shit I guess like did you ever feel I guess in a more general sense like those kind of arbitrary pressures about different like kind of life goals or relationship goals or anything like that or you kind of you know made yourself kind of like immune from that early on I mean I just had so much regular normal or I don't know like no, I got what you're saying. level social anxiety about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, physical actions of talking was like work. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was more the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's hard to, I don't really know how to. Yeah, I just had, like, regular social anxiety, like, mm-hmm. like not knowing how to deal with people, period, so. Mm-hmm. And, like, is it more of, like, just, like... It just felt like, okay, mm-hmm. it felt like there are there are tools that, that, like, are skills to do this, and I just didn't have any of them. Mm. So it was, like, an unprepared kind of feeling? Yeah, like, I didn't have the ability to tackle the problem because I didn't have, like, the wrench to open this screw or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably, like, the closest way I can say to how it felt in terms mm-hmm. of, like, being able to talk to people. Just and, like, like just, just about have the skills. certain things or, like, certain situations, like, would present themselves as more intimidating than others or... Was it kind of all like a equal experience to no matter the context? It's kind of no matter, like, you know, there are, it's like one of the reasons I like talking about media or specific things is because that's easier. There's a thing you're talking about. Mm. And, but that's like part of my way to bypass inability to just act like a normal human or in terms of social interaction like i just don't have the the ability on that end do you still feel like that or like you talking kind of like earlier childhood stuff i mean i've got like i've figured out ways to work around it i kind of still feel that way 
Like I like small talk or whatever. Like again, talking about how you feel. I don't have. I don't know how. I'm mm. like I'm not. I'm not equipped. Yeah, like the it's language. Not a, it's is... not a thing I want to do. It's not a thing I'm. I know how to do very well. Mm. But again, part of it is like I don't really have the interest either mm-hmm. in talking about it that way. So no, that there makes kind sense. of wasn't a strong reason for me to learn, except when other people expect you to mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you like? Can you like? like have internal self-reflections about those certain things or is it more like the expressing it to other people it's more the expressing it i'd say okay no that makes sense yeah yeah because like i'm trying to think like i used to be like pretty open book about everything or like certain things with other people because i think um Having people feel understood emotionally or like they're not alone is like super important to me at least. And I think to other people yeah. and, but as time has gone on, it, like I would say like those sort of things, depending on the conversation or topic drain me in a way that they didn't used to. So it's yeah. like, I've become more kind of guarded in that way. And like, I would say those sort of situations would produce social anxiety more so than they used to. I'm not really sure why, but I think it's like I have the ability to, but I think it's like I've learned over time, like not everyone has kind of like the ability to understand it. So it's kind of like, eh, like, Am I really going to open up and, like, talk about certain things if it's going to fall on deaf ears, you know? Or, like, I think with, like, more basic stuff, like, you're kind of talking more, like, small talk stuff you, like, said you're fine with? Or is it more just anything that kind of doesn't have, like, a uh, kind of pinned topic, like, media or different things like that? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily know how to fully articulate it. No, I think you're I mean. tar- articulate it. I think it's like, um, but like, yeah, like as a kid, like I would have you know my small handful of friends and just that I got along with really well, mm-hmm. and then like not worry about anything else. Is totally. Kind of the, Oh yeah, no. I'm much thing. rather have like a closer. Although of I, I mean, like, like in certain context, like in high school, like our table that was the pl- place where we played magic became like a table full of people, like all uh, from my class that we talked about stuff with. So like, it's not like I'm incapable. Mm-hmm. It's just you know. Do you think it's like a comfort thing with the people, or is it just in general? Definitely. Like, I don't know if I if I'm meeting someone for the first time, I have no idea how to. Like, my mind is blank on yeah, talking to them. Totally, because it's like such like I think for me like, like, it's become like I'm sort of automated. I think just because of my lived experiences, and I think like 
my family members are also very all very uh social outgoing extroverted people so it's just kind of like mm -hmm. learned behavior more so than like yeah. actual kind of things but i think totally like if i'm entering a situation like that like it's i think like a paralyzing feeling because it's so open it's sort of like an artist with like a blank sheet of paper is like the way that i think about it is like sometimes it's like if i'm given like a task draw the truck okay i'll go draw the truck if you're just like go draw whatever you want it's like uh uh i don't know man <laughs> tell me what to draw yeah. like give me a topic give me like something to work with which is really fucking funny that we're having this conversation when we've literally started a podcast where we don't know what we're talking about hell yeah <laughs> i just realized like the extreme irony of that holy shit uh-huh oh that's great so it goes man so it goes <laughs> that's awesome well, yeah, like, I've always been introverted. My parents are fairly introverted. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Totally. And I think, like... like I like I like hanging out with friends and playing video, separate video games while we don't talk to each other. Yeah! Oh, my God. <laughs> Just coexisting while you're doing separate things. That yeah. is, like, my fucking... Oh, my God. That is, like, one of the best highs you can feel. Just, like... Uh, like, at least, like, I guess, like, it's more uh, with, like, relationships for me. Because, like, with, like, if mm -hmm. I have friends over and stuff, I feel, like, that, like, anxiety to, like, entertain and keep them entertained and, you know, have something to do. But it's, like, when you have yeah. that sort of comfort level with someone where it's just, like, yeah, like, I'm on the bed watching something. And then he was, like, on the bed watching something. It's, like, yeah. Like, just having someone there. But, like, we're doing our own separate thing. That is, like the sickest shit ever i that's a very good point of just like yeah yeah i think that's why pets are cool too because it's like yo just like obviously my dog doesn't know the, <laughs> anything about fucking magic the gathering but holy shit man like when he sees me pick up my laptop he knows like oh he's gonna be doing magic uh -huh. like and he'll get up walk over put his head right on the keyboard every time and just like yep i i know i know the routine you know so I totally get that. I think, like, internet has been a super sick tool for that, too, because it's, like, social interactions that would take, like, so much more energy or shit out of you. It's, like, you can have, like, at a snap of a finger, you know? Like, imagine, like, day-to-day -day talking to, like, whatever, a Discord of 10 people about different things. It's, like, holy shit, man, I'd be so fucking exhausted. But now it's, like, yeah, like, I can still have, like, that social interaction feel i think is different for everyone like certain people need human to human contact way more than other people i think like i still like obviously seeing people is awesome and shit but like i get like a level of satisfaction from voice chat or texting or whatever but then there's some people that it's like they get nothing from that and it's like oh shit so i find that yeah, interesting no. too I like, and I really like conversation, but it, I need it to be about, I don't know, I need it to be about something. <laughs> Unless it's like, a podcast about nothing. I, uh, about nothing. You know, like, look, that it's about <laughs> nothing. That's, that's what it's about. It's still about a thing. True. That happens to be nothing. 
I don't know. You know what? Um, no, you know what? That's a good point, and I think it works because of that. Like there isn't that expectation. Like we're going into it knowing, like, yeah, it's about nothing. So whatever happens, I'm cool with. But with like an actual like first conversation with someone, it's like that 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 that's not usually people's baseline of expectation. You know, like you can't just talk about fucking nothing and be okay about it. Most times, I don't know. Yeah, there's some people out there. I don't know. Interact. People are different. Interactions are different. Things happen. You know. So it goes. So it goes. People um, are hypocritical. Also that. We're complex creatures. Um, it's true. Did you have any closing thoughts? Or topic? Mm, no. Okay. And I forgot what my second topic was anyway. I think we kind of <laughs> just morphed it into, like, maybe it came up <laughs> inadvertently <laughs> in the second half. <laughs> but I should have wrote shit down, but that's okay. That was good. Uh-huh. That, that I enjoyed this conversation. And I think this was, like, our most sporadic one episode yet. But I enjoyed it. I feel like we we, we hit some interesting points. I think sure. it's <laughs> it's like this is the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> Get me away from this man. Um, I blame the mayhem on Antonio. I think his question just set the tone for the episode. So if you have any complaints at Ace Viru on Discord, that's who you send your complaints to. Not the email listed at the start of the episode. Don't send your complaints there. <laughs> but do you send your topics and questions or anything you save us yeah that you liked hearing and wants to expand <laughs> on because that's fun i i enjoyed that i think it's interesting hearing different people's like lived experiences growing up and navigating like different social uh or life kind of things because I don't know. I always find that very insightful because we all want to be understood and nah, not feel alone. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Or we're just me and Hank will accept our fates as Look. like floating enigmas. Look, all I know is once I discovered podcasts, I was bored less often. So true. Yeah. Internet's crazy, man. I can't, like... It's so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> it, like remembering how we existed before internet and now after, it's like, holy I mean, shit. The way I would walk is I would walk into my, where my parents were and say, I'm bored. <laughs> totally. That was my life. That's even the life I led. I'll say, even as an adult. <laughs> no. I mean, I, like, honestly, since I... I really don't feel that way because I, no, I don't, put on yeah. a podcast and yeah, know, there's I so find much something. out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm never, I'm never bored in that complete existential way I I used to be. Totally, where it's like there's not. nothing to do, and then it's like go outside, and it's like all mm-hmm. right, fine, I'll, I'll I'll kick the same rock again. It's fine, but no, I, I agree with you. That's definitely like a pre and post sort of. Uh, yeah. mindset with certain it's things. It's more like, oh, I just need to actually just even 
listen to music and just chill or whatever like mm. take it down if i'm gonna take it down a notch but it's never like the i need stimulation and it there is none totally yeah doesn't, there's doesn't always happen. that's a perfect way of phrasing it there's always some sort of stimulus and you know every yeah. well, sort of thing which is yeah. cool i i like it but on the weekends at work sometimes i am like i'm out of i'm running at low on podcasts that <laughs> i need where where are the podcasts? Help! Help! Send help! Send my food and podcasts. Don't steal them, Pizza Man. All right. It's like all the podcasts I have. These are garbage podcasts. I need quality. True, like this quality one. fresh podcasts delivered to my ears. Like this organic, farm, grass fed. <laughs> Yeah, there are no there are no steroids in this podcast. <laughs> steroids are GMOs in this. No podcast. pesticides. None. GMO free. There. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Have a nice rest of your day. Organic podcasts only, please. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Hug and kiss your pets.